0: You're listening to the Align Women Podcast. This is the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, to empower you to create a practice that's right for you and your family. Okay, today I'm going to read to you a message that I received from a former student when I worked at Logan College in the sports and rehab department. I'm going to leave her name omitted to protect her identity, although there's nothing in this message that I feel would uh, harm her identity in any way, but this message that I received sparked a lot of ideas for me to share with all of you listening to the podcast, so here we go. She wrote, first, let me say I'm so proud of you for making your dreams a reality. I listened to the podcast and I loved it. I have to admit that it's a breath of fresh air to hear, A, another female's point of view in our field, B, the truth about how stressful practice can be. I myself am extremely satisfied with my current position as an associate in a very busy practice, but I am now married and will soon be planning my own family. I've had to have some serious thinking time to myself to try and decide what demands, requests I need to make now or in the future in order to be able to get pregnant, have a baby, and then also be able to address my life and practice so that I can feel fulfilled in both. I'm at a point where I'm saying, I don't think I'm ready to have a baby, but really I think I would be ready if I wasn't worried about how it will change my career. My husband isn't 100% understanding of this point though. He's trying to be, If I got any say in future podcast topics, I would ask ask what your advice would be to someone that hasn't actually become a mom yet, but wants to in the next few years. What steps should I be taking right now to be sure that I don't have some major breakdown later? How do I explain to my boss, a male, my husband, a male, and the world, seemingly male, that I want to work and make a good living, but I also want the freedom to be a good mom and be involved with raising my future children? I think that what you're doing is great and I cannot wait to hear more. Thank you to this woman who I am also so very proud of to um, know that she is happy and, and fulfilled in her current practice and is really loving her life as a chiropractor. So I'm going to go back through the message and make a couple of points here. Yeah, she does hit on a point that that practice can really be stressful, right? I think we all know that. And I'm sure that if you're listening to the show today, that you felt that at some time or another. I certainly felt that to be true for me, whether I was working at Logan or practicing in my own practice, there were definitely times that it was stressful and sometimes more stressful than others. But I also want to stop here and just note, because I know I've received a couple of messages from women who have reached out to me and said, are you assuming that all moms who are chiropractors are extremely stressed out? And I'm not. (laughs) In fact, I'm glad to hear that there are several women who feel really happy and they feel like they've found their balance and have aligned their lives and their practices and are loving both motherhood and practice and really enjoying life overall. I'm happy to hear that because my mission is to help moms attain that. If it wasn't possible already, what would I be doing? (laughs) What would I be doing? So yes, well, practice can be stressful. I also want to reiterate here that practice can be wonderful and it can be fulfilling and it can be uplifting and it can be so amazing. We get to be grateful that we are chiropractors and that we can touch so many other people's lives and that we have this almost magical ability, not almost, it is like a magical ability to heal people without the use of drugs or surgery with simply using our brain power and our hands and helping them to turn on their innate ability to heal themselves. All right. So now that being said, let's get to more of what this message was really asking about, which is how to avoid potentially getting to a point where you're so stressed and overwhelmed as a mom who's a chiropractor that you do break down or that you go into adrenal fatigue or that you burn out and you just don't want to do both anymore. And my biggest piece of advice to you listening today, if you are not a mom yet, but planning to become one, or maybe you're pregnant now, or even if you are already a mom and kind of feeling like if things don't change, you might head toward that. You might head toward burnout much more quickly than what you've anticipated. Here's the thing. And I really want you to hear this when I say this. You have to know why you're doing all of this. You have to know what's driving you. What's your motivation? And motivation can feel really fleeting, Right? Like we all know that. Sometimes you get really motivated to change our diet or to get on an exercise program, and then that motivation is gone in like a week. So I'm talking to you here, like to your soul, what really motivates you to do what you do as a chiropractor? Because it can feel challenging and overwhelming, and you might feel guilt leaving your baby, especially a brand new baby, if that's what It takes, uh, to leave your practice or sorry, to leave your child and go to your practice. And if you're not clear on why you're doing that, then it definitely can feel overwhelming and stressful and you can feel a lot of guilt around it. So before you do anything else, be sure to take the time to really listen to yourself and maybe remind yourself of why. Why? you are doing what you're doing, why you're a chiropractor, and what you're really called to do as a chiropractor. So it might be something general, like helping people to turn on their innate ability to heal their bodies. You also might have something that's more specific to you that you feel really called to do. And a lot of the moms that I work with, it's that they want to help other moms live healthier lives, happier lives, or they want to help children get a great start to their lives. And that's what really motivates them to do what they do as a mom and a chiropractor and to, and to find the balance of it all. So in this message, this other chiropractor, makes a really interesting point about how can she explain to her boss, her husband, and like essentially the whole world that feels so male-dominated that she may not want to work full-time anymore, that she might need to uh, to create some other possibilities in her life after she becomes a mom. And yesterday, I had the opportunity to interview Mary Lucas Flannery, who is an amazing voice for the chiropractic profession. And you will hear that episode coming up soon. But one of the things that Dr. Mary and I talk about is the balance of yin and yang, which my mentor Marcy Locke calls the balance of feminine energy and masculine energy. So in the world, we may have somewhat of a close number to males and females. But even as females, especially as female entrepreneurs, we often feel like the balance of feminine energy and masculine energy is really what's off. Not our ratio of people per se, but we females who are driven and motivated to do things and achieve things, we live often in a very masculine energy. So then we have a baby And we experience this rush of feminine energy. We've just given birth. We've allowed this child to grow in our body. And there's so much love that we can receive from our little our little one if we allow ourselves to do that. And so for many women, all of a sudden now we are thrown into this phase of life where our feminine energy is taking over. And we don't know what to do with it. We've never experienced it before. We've never allowed it to to be the lead before. So really maybe here I'm suggesting that you just be aware that that is a possibility. That you may feel that way. You may feel these, and we often blame it on the hormones, but you may feel this whole other side of you that you never knew existed or that you weren't in tune with before, And now it's there, and it may take some time for you to really understand what that is for you and what that means for you moving forward with the rest of your life. Leaving a newborn baby is very hard, I believe, especially for moms that are breastfeeding because we have this physiological connection still to our child. It's like a physical connection and because I haven't not nursed my babies, I can't speak about what it feels like to not have had that experience. But from my experience as a mom that was nursing, when I left my newborns physically, when I was separated from them, it felt like I was missing a limb. And I've talked to other moms who had a similar experience. So know that it might feel really, really challenging for you to, to leave Your newborn or your infant, especially if you're nursing, and that even if you are away from your baby in your practice or just to have some time with your friends or time alone with your husband, your body is still continuously producing milk and sometimes, um. It feels like even though you're separated physically from your child, you're really not able to take a break from being the mom of a baby. And so for some moms, that physiological 24-7 experience of motherhood makes it really challenging for them to go to work and really be at work and be present with their patients or practice members or clients because their body physiologically is in mom mode 24 hours a day. So some moms choose to take their babies to work with them to make this transition easier. For me personally, that didn't work. (laughs) I felt like I got even less done or accomplished with my baby with me at work. And especially as she became a toddler, it became even more challenging but there are moms who do it and it works really well. And some of them have extra support as in a support person to help take care of the baby at work in the workplace. Okay. Wanting to have the freedom to be a good mom and be involved with raising your future children. This changes as your children change. And the biggest thing that I would share here for you is that, Sometimes as we feel like we've just gotten it all figured out with managing life as a mom and being a working mom, regardless of what profession you're working in, our children grow and change and then all of a sudden we have to figure it all out again. So there's that. But also really take time to connect to how you want to feel every day and explore and know that this can change how you want to feel, but also what feels like the right balance to you of how much time you spend with your child, how much time you spend working, how much time you spend with your significant other, and how much time you spend alone. Because all four of those things are important. And when I say balance, I don't mean that this should all be equal numbers, right? But that there's a sweet spot, essentially, for how much time you spend alone, how much time you spend with your husband, how much time you spend at work, how much time you spend with your child that feels optimal to you. But again, sometimes as you find that sweet spot, things change and it changes along with your child. So just know that... There will be things that will come up. There will be feelings that you will have that you may not have expected to have or even known were possible, and then it's all okay. And in an episode released, actually the one right before this, so episode three, Dr. Andrea Hoagland Dunlap talks about how she wished that she had given herself more time. I've talked to many many moms recently who took only two weeks of maternity leave, or maybe even some took like a week off of work. Physically, I couldn't have done that. I couldn't. (laughs) But some moms are fortunate that they're able to do that. Although, wouldn't it be nice if we had not had to do that? Listen, let me share this with you. When I had my first daughter and I was working at Logan, I was so fortunate to be able to have eight weeks of paid time off. Eight weeks... I had never had even longer than probably one week off of work. (laughs) And so, for eight weeks of paid time off, I thought, wow, I will have so much time and I'm going to be so bored. I'll probably reorganize the basement and clean out areas of our house that felt too cluttered and do some rearranging and reorganizing. Because what else would I be doing? I mean, a baby just sleeps most of the time, right? And so, while that felt like a possibility, then she came along. And what I realized was that I spent most of my day nursing her, and then comforting her and then getting her to sleep. And then just as she was asleep, I would maybe do some dishes or laundry around the house. And then she would wake up and we'd start the whole process over again. And there was no time for organizing the basement. But that was how off base my expectations were about what being a mom of a newborn was going to be like. So just know that whatever happens, it will all be okay, and that it may take some time for you to find a new normal for you, for your significant other, for your career, and also for your child, too. Okay, so I hope that this episode has been helpful for you to hear. I would love to hear your comments and your feedback. You can head over to alignwomen.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and when you receive a message from me, simply reply. Reply to any message you receive from me. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening today. I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Did you like what you heard on the show today? If so, then share this podcast with another mom in chiropractic today so that she can feel empowered to create a practice that's right for her and her family, too. Send her over to ablindwomen.com, and we will see you both in your email inbox soon.